Hey everybody and I'll welcome back to 90s Horror Films. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody. I've got my co-host. Maddie Deering. Yes. Also. Whatever you want to call me. I thought you were gonna introduce me. I don't remember. I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'm very should have planned this. I know we didn't plan it out. I didn't tell you I was gonna do that. But you know, you should be like ready. You're ready to answer your name. Anyway. Um we're gonna this is the season finale. I'm I'm excited. You know, um I'm happy that we did pow and, and before we get into the season finale and what it is all about, I just wanna thank you, Maddie, for coming on because originally I was the uh, just a host, you know, and I'd have special guests and and stuff and then uh I was the now I'm you know, now I've got a co-host here. So this is awesome. This is so, it's a little different okay. now, which is awesome because you're introducing me to shit I've never seen before and, and whatnot. Literal or good shit or middle of the road shit. I don't, I don't think we've had middle of the road shit from you. Like we had what mirror mirror. We had, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the dentist. Um, what else did you do? This granny. season, what? I like it was the granny, the granny. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, and I think it was that it. I guess. That's yeah. Because I, I think you started off later in the season as Wait. my co-host. So that was the problem. Because like usually. If you start at the beginning, you'd have a lot more, which you will in the next season. You know, you'll have a lot more. I'm already, I'm already thinking ahead. I know you already told me one that you plan for our next one. So, um, get ready. Okay. She's opening the the next season, which will start in January. Uh, but we'll get more into that after this episode. But I just wanted to kind of thank you for coming on and uh, co-hosting this. Uh, this was a lot of fun, you know, and everything, and. Uh, and I'm enjoying it. Um, so we are going to uh, talk about Bride of Chucky, the um, what is it uh, fourth movie in the uh, Child's Play series franchise, and uh, and it was the first one to introduce us to Tiffany, so that was fun, you know. Um, and I I have not like I did not rewatch this today. I saw it like a few, I think a couple weeks ago or so. And so still pretty fresh on my mind, but if there's anything I forget, sort of forget or something, just let me know. Um, while I chat about, it. I don't know when the last time you, if you, I don't know if you just rewatched it yourself. I was kind of rewatching. I've seen it many, many, many times, but yeah, I just kind of rewatched it between yesterday. So, um, so, so basically how would you describe this movie? What do you mean? How, like, how do I? Yeah, yeah, like what? What's the movie about? Well, there's this ex or a girlfriend or whatever you want. Former to call girlfriend. Me. I, girlfriend. I think. Did she? Same thing, right? I don't know. Or did form... she die? Or no? Did he die? Like while they were still together? Ugh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not sure either. I don't know if they broke up and. No, I'm guessing they were still together because, like, she brought him back to be with him again and stuff, so. Hey, is a uh, guy who works at a police station to bring the uh, Chucky doll, and at the beginning you got really cool, and 
I was really noticing at this time, like you, I think you can even see like the Freddy glove, like things in, uh, I think I saw it, but things in like the um, storage locker or whatever. I, uh, what is it? Evidence locker, stuff like that. Or like a knockoff Jason mask, shit like that. So it was nice. Kind of cool. like a shared universe, you know. But, you know, uh, she pays this guy uh, who works there to bring her a doll. Obviously, the Ch uh, Chucky doll. Mm -hmm. And uh, she gets the doll. Kills the guy, which is not really a spoiler. And brings it back to life. You know, Charles Lee Ray, and she's Charles Lee Ray. Is, yeah. Former girlfriend, full saints, that ex. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they. She brings him back to life, and then they kind of have their quarrels, like fights and stuff. And she realizes Charles was never going to propose like she thought. And uh, well, before that, I do want to mention I love seeing um, <laughs> Alexis um, Arquette. Um, Arquette in the movie. And yeah. uh, for him to, because um, I I don't know was he trans or was he just a cross dresser? Uh, I think at that time cross cross dresser. Uh, Still, well, Still that... they were completely out yet, but I was lazy and didn't put in my fancy Blu-ray in my box set and watch that Peacock, and the name comes up Alexis Arquette, unless they change that later on. So, yeah. So there you go. So yeah. So, but he 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 was as like you know boy you know or whatever. He was a goth kind of guy or what like wannabe goth because he wouldn't even like he wasn't very scary. He was just kind of like guess you I... know what <laughs> a poser. Poser. Oh, he was a poser. He pretended like he killed somebody. Yeah. That, that was just sad. Little death, or whatever. And then he, uh, then he got his little little death, you know. Yeah, great death. This movie has a lot of great. Yeah. So yeah, so go go back. So uh, so yeah, the she decides she realizes he's not gonna actually marry her. And then what did, what does she do to him? Uh she brings him. Uh, bride, which is, I mean, just another doll with a wedding dress on. And, you know, Chucky's like, well, fuck you. Uh, I get my revenge. And he kills Tiffany and puts her soul in the doll. And well, they, I remember uh, she put him in like a cage, right? A little. See, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, he put him in a little cage and he was Maybe. fucking pissed. <laughs> well, yeah. And he uses the ring to break out. Mm -hmm. rubbing it against the uh, whatever what yep and so then yes so he breaks out and then he goes she's watching uh, what is it like Bride the news or something or Bride of Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein that's right it's the Bride of Frankenstein which sets up for the fact that she becomes the Bride of Chucky <laughs> yeah and yeah. after he kills her he transfers his soul in a doll, and they have to work together to get that amulet off of his uh, dead body buried in Hackensack, New Jersey. Uh, that's the only way I think they can uh, get human uh, bodies. Yeah. 
And there's also a couple. John Ritter. Oh, John Ritter. I miss John Ritter. I always like that. Uh, plays like the asshole dad, and there's a young couple, and he doesn't like he doesn't like his daughter, uh, Catherine Heigl. It's not daughter. It's his uh, ne- uh, niece, I think. Oh, I think because right. his uh, his I guess either his sister or his brother died. Uh, both like both the both the family members died, and she was like left in his custody. And he's like what the sheriff or something like. And he's got his deputies paying him extra to try to keep the two main lovers apart. Mm-hmm. And then keep, what? Keeping an eye on him. Yep. So then they. Uh, uh, in the meantime, now I was like. Watching it going because this was my first time watching it, which a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, you're your first time watching Bride, Bride of uh, Chucky." That's crazy. Um, but Chucky people, what? I've never seen this people. Not before the couple weeks ago. Shit. And you didn't know that? I thought I told you that. Well, I think you did tell me that. I think I just forgot. Yeah, it was my first time, but. The first thought in my head when I saw him kill Tiffany was like, "You're why are you why are you doing that? You could use a human help, <laughs> you know, like you know." But uh, that becomes the problem is like he didn't think it through. He just wanted to kill her because you know that's what Chucky does. Her to have to help him because he says like, "Oh, you know, uh, you're stuck like this unless you help me. You need me." Otherwise, it's I don't true. help him. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have helped him if she was human, like normal human size and everything. So you're right. <laughs> you're right. Now now she's like, fuck, now I got to get out of this. So if I have to get out of this, you, I got to help you get out of this. And so they got to work together. And uh, and they call uh, John Ritter's girlfriend's boyfriend. Wait, John Ritter's niece's boyfriend there we go and uh played by it was Catherine heigl and uh who's that who's the guy do you remember i can't remember his name yeah he's been in stuff like he was a big time actor um uh nick stable or stable recognize that name i know i've seen him yeah i mean he's on what general hospital and uh, Sunset Beach. Wow, does a lot of daytime drama type stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, Charmed on an episode. I I know the name from something. Oh, he was in Dawson's Creek, so I probably remember that from. Oh yeah, was he a main character? No, he had like one episode, but I think it was not episode like. It was the Psychic Friends episode where um, uh, they go to like a they go to a, a fair or whatever, I think, or something. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. They went to a fair and Joey met him, I think. And uh, like there was like a little thing there. Um, yeah, uh, 
he's one of those actors that constantly is, you know, is constantly doing stuff. It seems like he stopped in 2016, though. So maybe he, he needs a new resurgence. He needs to come back out, you know, bring him back. Come on, Nick. Come yeah. back. So come back to <laughs> us. A new Chuck. He should pop up in the Chucky series. I mean, he didn't die. I don't think. Yeah. You know, like you come come back and try to kill Chucky again. You know. Be, I mean, why not? I haven't watched Chucky season six. I haven't seen. I I started watching the first couple episodes, and then I got sidetracked with like other shows and other stuff. You know, so I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna binge watch season one and two, and then. Uh, see if I can record on my DVR uh, season three, you know, um, when that comes out, just to, just to be able to watch it. And then I'll probably wait. Well, I don't want to wait because everybody fucking spoils everything on freaking Facebook now. I hate it. No, it's like, dudes, I haven't seen it. You know, lay off. Stop spoiling everything. Um, so anyway, um, so the, uh, what is it? The characters kind of go, uh, so she pays the guy or, you know, she calls him up. I don't know how they did this exactly, but they somehow were able to get to the phone and, and dial and you know, listen in here and do all that stuff. And, um, and they, uh, let him know, like, He's got money coming to him. He just needs to, you know, he'll have more money when he, you know, when they when they do the stuff. But first, you know, he's got some money. So uh, to go cross country because they have to get a. What was it like? Uh, uh, they have to get like the a necklace or something like a. Ambulance off of him, uh, Charles Lee Ray's dead body. Yeah. So you get an ambulance off his dead body. His rotting corpse, you know, and uh, so they like basically skeleton now. He's been dead for so long. <laughs> it's just, I'm surprised it's even still around, you know, or whatever. I don't know how things are with like. Uh, I guess they get preserved as skeletons when you when you're dead and buried. Um, so they go. They decide they're gonna do this, and then um. Uh, all the while, right before before they actually leave, John Ritter stumbles upon their stuff that they don't know, and Chucky and Tiffany are threatened by this. So what do they do? Hell, with nails in the head. Mm -hmm. And then, do you know what they did? They made a joke. Do you remember the joke? I was only half watching it, and I can't remember the joke. The joke in that was one of my favorite lines in the movie, where he's got the all the nails in the head, and he looks over at Tiffany and goes, why does this look familiar? Why does it look familiar when they have pins in the head? Head. Pinhead, yes. So not only did they, you know, in the beginning they showed the, the glove and the the thing they're making references to Rao, kind of letting people know that this is a universe that exists within like all yeah. the horror stuff, which I think is pretty cool. Like, if 
if you know, I think it was Universal that owns this because Peacock does this stuff. So Peacock is run by Universal. So I'm guessing Universal owns. But if Universal eventually owned um, Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street or something, or one of the companies owned all of them, they could have a shared universe. And I'm always, I think I've talked about this on multiple podcasts, but I've been dying for a movie where like it's or just a real series like not fan film you know kind of stuff which is cool what no i was just gonna say yeah something like you know official where you have some of the real creators behind it the real creators or real horror writers or whatever writing a uh a, a series that is basically you know slasher land you know where all these slasher people come, you know, and and they're all in this same universe, and they just happen to always stumble upon, you know, they have to they fight each other all the uh, the while trying to kill all the people in town, you know. It's a shame, you know, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash never got made. You know, that was a comic, and you know they tried to do so much with that, you know, connecting the Evil Dead and stuff. And Freddy versus Jason is fucking great. Same director, by the way, Ronnie Yu, as uh, Brian and Chucky. I wish they explored that type of stuff more, you know? Well, I mean, and I think that's really cool that you're right. Yeah, the same one did that, and he had before mentioned Jason and Freddy. So was he foreshadowing his career by doing that? You know? <laughs> I never thought about that till now. Neither did I. You know, that's funny. Runny you. Um sadly Ronnie has not act or directed uh, um anything in Hollywood for a while, like or whatever, you know. And um I, I think he you know, if they did create a slasher uh slasher town or slasher land or whatever movie, um I think he or T V series, I think he would be perfect for it. What? Because you know, at least at least for the pilot, you know, bring you know, why am I not like producing movies in Hollywood right now? I'd be like, come on, let's make this, let's make this happen, you know. Where, where was that? I just said exactly, like that's what people would want to see. Everyone yeah. wanted so long for sure. So, uh, so yeah, so you did the pinhead thing and then they put him in the. I, that's the only thing I found to be not realistic. How the hell do they pick him up and put him into the like the the trunk and all that stuff? Like you're I, watching the movie uh, dolls. I, you're I, okay, I, I'm suspending my disbelief enough, but like when I start to like think about that stuff, I'm like, come on now, you know, you gotta show me these things. You know, you got to make me believe that this can actually happen. You know, instead they just cut away and then, like, whatever happened to the body? Oh, it's in the in the car, but we don't know. You know, or whatever. You know, like, just silly to me. Um, and then, uh, and then my favorite scene happens. They get pulled over at the uh, or or found at the um. What is it? Basically, a gas station slash, like there's food, whatever. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. There's like a gas station. Then there's like the food like place. Like 
look like one of those uh eighty or not eighties, uh like uh fifties kind of takeout place, you know, like um like uh Sonic, you know? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So um <laughs> uh what is it? Uh so yeah, so basically they're in um they're at that place and they get caught. And so now Tiffany and, and Chucky have to figure out how to get out of this one, you know, without being noticed as being a being a whatever and in and, and the process of killing people and blowing shit up, they those two humans look like they're the ones doing everything. And on top of that they've separated at times, so they don't know if one or the other person did it because they don't know that there's fucking talking walking dolls you know behind them and not trust each other from against each other exactly which i mean i i get it sort of if you don't know right like you don't know whether or not a uh uh the other person did it because you weren't there you know both would have motive either one of them yeah um well I mean, they would, but they wouldn't. Like, why would they murder somebody, you know, like that, that bad? That situation, who the hell do you think would have done it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they didn't, yeah, and they didn't, once again, they didn't know the dolls were alive. They thought the dolls were dolls, which I, when I met Chucky, when I saw the little, I have a picture of me with the little Chucky, you know, um, I was pretty sure that was a doll. I hope so. I hope he didn't run around a horror convention killing people. You never know. You don't. That's that's you know. I I remember. So my friend had a has a Chucky doll, and we were at the horror convention. I met him at the convention, and uh, um, the last day of the con uh, was Sunday, and we were all waiting outside to get into the convention, and um, Matthew Willard from Scream. Uh, walks up and he's like uh, giving everybody five. So he's like five, five, five. And then uh, my friend put up the uh, Chucky's hand, right? To give five. And he goes five, five, nine. And then he looks over at Chucky's hand and, goes, <laughs> and he pulls him back and walks away. <laughs> yes. Even freaking Stu Mocker is afraid of uh, Chucky. Now that would be an interesting one uh ghost face versus uh you know chucky you know <laughs> that would be I'm fun a... because they both have like one liners that they kind of say or whatever right oh definitely problems and and people have talked about this the problem with um scream is that there's no real set normal killer you know it's not like always billy loomis and Stu mocker it's like whoever gets the mask and puts it on and kills people. So doing a show like Ghostface, you'd have to literally have a reason that somebody is going around killing people in the mask and then have them run into Chucky, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that one's a little more tough. But... I I guess, but it, it's still it could still work because yeah. but it would just have to be they'd have to have Roger's voice and I have to be really, you know, like threatening, you know, stuff like I'm gonna gut you, Chucky. 
And then Chucky says something witty. <laughs> you know, to him and makes fun of him or whatever. Ha ha ha. You you know, I have no guts. You know, like <laughs> something like that. He says human though, they'd be scared shitloads of them. But you never know. Uh, Char- if Charles Lee Ray was back to being human? No, just Chucky in general. Even if I'm ghost face and I'm a killer, if I see a killer fucking doll come alive, I mean Scream is based in reality. I mean, our reality. There's nothing supernatural about it. So if I was a killer ghost face and I see a killer doll, I think I'm out. <laughs> you know? That's kind of true. I'm out. Um, There's what the... Is, it's a fucking doll coming alive. I just, I'd be scared shitless. I, I just always thought, like, why don't you just punt him? You know? Like, why don't you Put just... That. And people try, but he's and he just keeps coming back and and um there's that one scene with Catherine um the lady from freaking Seventh Heaven. Yeah, Catherine Heigel. No no no, uh, the one from Seventh Heaven that's in uh the first yeah. movie, first um uh whatever, anyway. Um never she, mind, I know you know what I'm talking about, but the the original I, mom, Alex Vince's mom, and in, in um the first I, child's play, she I, is like has Chucky all on her back or whatever, and then she throws him, like you know uh, whatever onto a fire for a second or something, you know, and I'm like, yes, throw him into the fire and then just burn the motherfucker, you know. Um, I don't know if that would stop him or not, but like. You know, like he, the dudes, the dude just keeps coming back. People just keep bringing him. You know, and at the end of uh, getting a little ahead of ourselves at the end of Bride of Chucky, he's like, he always comes back, but dying is such a bitch. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves, but he even says he always comes back. Does he go back to hell? Like, where does he go? Because you know, was it uh, Jason he goes, goes to hell? I've been not alive. <laughs> he's dead, but you. But he's not, or he's not dead, but he's sort of just in limbo, I guess, waiting for someone to resurrect him. And someone always dies. I mean, that would be a cool idea too. Is like a scene with. Ch- I I did have an idea for this once. So an idea of Chucky, uh, Freddy, Jason, and Michael Myers playing uh, poker in hell because they're just bored waiting for one of them to be resurrected you know like I you know. Really go in between you know whatever yeah I mean, my idea is they go to hell and then she, uh, you know and then lucifer comes over and and sees one of them missing hey where did the other one go uh, and they went back up to earth like kinda- damn it i was gonna do some more torturing you know, um, I guess I'll have to go to Adolf Hitler instead. Come here, Adolf. You know, um, see, these are like Saturday Night Live type skits, you know, or whatever, you know, like in my brain, not not real shit that would probably ever get filmed, um, because my shit's too too goofy, um, uh, except that idea of the slasher town that Ronnie you should direct that slasher land, Ronnie you. Make that happen, um, or I, if I could make that happen, I would. Um, so, 
Next is uh, so yeah, so they they kind of are on the run and they're blaming each other, you know, to go back to the story, and they're blaming each other for whatever for the the crap that just happened that they don't understand because of you know and uh and like Tiffany's all happy about it because she thinks they're just so cute together like you know and everything and Chucky's just like oh you know get me to my body. You know, I don't want to see the shit. And uh, they go, um, they go hold up in a um, hotel for the night or motel, I guess. And um, no, they get married. I forgot the marriage. They get married before they go to the honeymoon suite motel. I don't yeah. know. I forget. But well, yeah, but they went and got married really freaking quickly. I'm like, what is this? An Alfred Hitchcock movie? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. That's a joke because Alfred Hitchcock movies always they get married like once they met each other. I'm like, good God, like you know, and I get it because you don't want to spend like twenty minutes of like them hanging out or something. Get to you know what I mean? Got to jump to head, but I'm like, like <laughs> at least fade out, fade in, fade out, and then three fade years later they're married. You know, um, like real life. Well, not exactly. Some people get married after the day they met each other. I guess maybe some. There's got to be somebody that's done that. You know, not you and me. You know, we we've never done that. No, as far as I know, I don't know. I don't think I'm married or anything. So <laughs> you don't think you're. It's gonna be a one day somebody's gonna knock on your door. Madeline, see this <laughs> ring? It's meant that we were meant this meant that we were together. Oops. Um uh so uh yeah, they got married and then they go for their honeymoon and there's this obnoxious couple that I'm just like, okay, they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you know from the moment you meet them. Yeah, and married. Who was the who was the obnoxious couple? Because they were at least one of them was famous. Um no. uh, let me see. Was well, Janet Kidder? I wonder if she's related to Margot Margot Kidder. Yeah. I'm gonna guess not. Oh, niece of Margot Kidder. Interesting. So she's got a little horror in her blood. Margot yeah. Kidder was in um, Black Christmas, if I'm correct. I believe so. Yeah, but uh, Janet Kidder, and she was on Supernatural. But yeah, she's one of the. She was the obnoxious woman, and I guess the other one was Bailey, the uh, obnoxious man. So there's Diane and Bailey. They are these honeymooning couple too, who thought they get that they got the wrong room, I guess, and um, they try to get the people into like an orgy, you know, like swingers. But they're also just trying to rob them. So. Yeah, I mean that's the real thing. But I, I think they were swingers too, probably. They were. I mean, they would have been okay robbing them and having sex with them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, that just, what was that? Yeah. That would have been a little extra something. <laughs> extra. 
can I can I have the uh, can I have the robbery and the sex together? You know. <laughs> um. So they they leave the uh, the scene of the crime, and uh, go to their hotel room, where they're getting it on, sort of. And they uh, and of course, uh, Chucky and uh, Tiffany don't like them. You know, and because well, uh, they, they what? Both in rang. I mean, especially like Tiffany. Yeah. That was like... Yeah. So she she decides that. Yeah, you know, they both decide that um, Chucky's just willing to kill anybody at any time. You know, <laughs> like always down. Yeah, he's the exact opposite of the the poser guy in the beginning. You know, he's he's like, I'm let's let's do this. You know, I'm ready. And uh, they go and uh, uh, murder them with the the ceiling or something, which I've never seen something crazy like. Or a champagne bottle into the ceiling and all the glass or mirror, whatever glass. Was a great kill. Movie has great kills. I know. I mean, that was inventive. I mean, God bless the uh, the writer who's been the writer since the beginning. Um, Yes. Oh uh, God, my brain is. I met him too. Fuck. Mancini. Yeah, Man- Don Mancini. Like three times. <laughs> Sorry, I. You're you're Whatever. not close enough to the microphone, so sometimes I can hear you, sometimes I can't. And for some reason, I guess you're you're doing it from your phone, right? Damn, I need to get better equipment for the next season. <laughs> Here you go. Um. Yeah, because the phone issue is that uh. Whenever I say something, it cuts you off, you know. Oh. And whenever you say something, it cuts me off. So it's there. Whatever. I don't know. No, that's. It is what it is, you know. We we got to deal with what we got, you know. This is what we got. Um. So yes, Don Mancini, as you said three times, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so Don Mancini wrote the like. Every single Chucky script except for the remake reboot thingy that they yeah. did, which he had nothing to do with, and you can tell. <laughs> that movie... But it's so solid. I like the remake. Did you? It could have been called anything else. It should have been called Buddy, maybe not a Chucky movie, but I thought it was solid. I liked it. Yeah, it was kinda it kinda reminded me a little bit of like what later became Megan. So yeah. Um, yeah, and so maybe Megan and Buddy or whatever, whatever his name was, uh, have to fight each other at some point. They should. No. Um. Anyway, so, uh, um, yeah, the kills are pretty awesome, and uh, they die. Uh, and then they have to leave quickly because they don't want to be found out. So they leave the hotel and everything as quickly as possible in the morning when uh, everything's being investigated, you know? Um, and uh, they take off and uh, they're about to get found out again. Another cop is, you know, coming after them. And that's when Chucky decides to reveal himself, you know, to the... Uh, you missed their friend. I can't think of his That's name. right, the friend, because they were both complaining to him. And thinking that 
like the other one was the murderer. And so he, yeah, I forgot what the friend's name was. He was, um, he had been in some stuff before, I think, too. Um, Yeah. his name was, well, his real name is Gordon Michael Wolvett. Uh, he played David in this. Um, he's been in like Andromeda. Um, he was in the Guild for one episode. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that. That's like a YouTube show or
they must dump John Ritter's body or something off, and they need new wheels, so they got the RV. Yeah, because the cops are coming after him, and they did actually attack the cops too, or whatever. And but like uh, says, "Oh, we're here!" When he sees a cop after he sees uh, John Ritter. Exactly, and then uh, yeah, so then the cop comes after him. They kill those people, and uh, and then uh, or at least I think they they attack the cops, like they they uh, shoot the cops or something, you know, or whatever, and uh, then. They go on. Uh, they 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 drop. They, they get a new car. Uh, they keep going now. All of a sudden, or it's not a car. It's a, like a Winnebago. And uh, they're in the Winnebago, and it is sort of interesting because then you see sort of Tiffany as this like homemaker making stuff, and <clears throat> you know uh, Chucky being the kind of asshole. And uh, Catherine Heigl's tied up, and the other guy, uh, Nick Stabile or whatever, is driving. And uh, they they get the idea to turn those two against each other, you know, so that they can attack. I thought that was great. Doesn't take much to turn them against each other, which <laughs> it's just like, oh, he won't clean. That's the least he could do. Oh, you know. She ain't much of a cleaner or whatever, and it's like, oh, there you go. Thrown yep. plates at. And just they get all angry at each other, and they start throwing stuff, and then Catherine Heigl kicks uh uh Tiffany out, right? Like she kicks her somewhere. Oven. In the oven, that's right. And then um Chucky tries to attack her or whatever, and I think the the Winnebago goes off the road. Or whatever, yeah. and they like all kind of like fl- sort of fly out and and other stuff, and uh, yeah, that's. I mean, we're coming to the end, man, which is nuts because this movie was pretty short, you know, for a horror film. Well, it's in the nineties. Movies were an hour and thirty minutes. They they did not become like, you know, what. Not anymore. They're all two, two and a half hours. Did you know that the new Snow White movie is two hours and fifty minutes long right now, or something like that? Like Wait, some hour ridiculous. Two hours and hours and fifty. I minutes. think it's two hours and forty-five. So it's like close to two hours and fifty. They're cutting it down to two hours and twenty, and I'm like, even That's if you still- cut it down to two hours and twenty minutes. What kid is going to go to a theater to watch a movie like that? They're going to be bored out of their mind. Oh man, that that Disney movie, that 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 movie is movie is going to be a They need to put that on uh they need to put it on um Disney Plus or bury it, like just get rid of it. It's, it's just uh, I get rid of it. People work hard on it, but kind of fucked down. <laughs> People worked hard on it, but they're del- they're deleting stuff, and they're like, I mean, that. I haven't followed it. I'll, I'll tell you more about. It. I don't want to talk about it on the air because it's not. <laughs> uh, it's not has to do with Bride of Chucky. I mean, Disney does not own Bride of Chucky. Um, Universal does, and you know. But uh, anywho, uh, so Disney's Bride of Chucky. Now that would be interesting. Uh, uh no. I mean, it would be interesting. 
Who would play Chucky? <laughs> I don't want to go through this. <laughs> Chris Pratt, you know. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, it, it's funny. So, uh, so in so in the rest of this, so to finish it off, um, they I guess they're really close to where the the grave actually is and everything. They finally get to it and everything. I think there's a lot of like there's some fighting and other stuff going on. And they finally, you know, Chucky kind of gets the upper hand and he needs it. But they're uh because of all of this news and the fact that uh they find uh something with uh his print, with Charles Lee Ray's print, right? Yeah, they find his fingerprints. Um... They find his fingerprints at the motel. And they start thinking Somehow he's alive, so they decide to go, es- you know, um, excavate his body or whatever, and you know, take his body out. I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. He has buried him. I guess see if he's actually dead since they found his fingerprints. I mean, other than him being a killer doll, what? How would his fingerprints be there? Unless someone, like, I guess stole his fingers and put them there or something. I, I really don't know. Maybe that's what they were looking for, to see if his fingers were removed. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's been dead for 10 years or 20 years. Cause no, well, when... it been, no, it was 1980. This one came out in 98. Yeah, so about 10 years. So you've been gone for 10 years. Because I, it, it, I think it does take place in 88 when... The original came out, and this came out in '98. So yeah, I think it was uh, 10, 10 years later. Um, and uh, so yeah, so uh, what's this? Chucky and um, uh, Tiffany are kind of fighting still, but they're trying to find the stuff and and get the amulet and and whatnot. And uh, the other two, Tiffany is burnt to a crisp, so. Yeah, one point she gets burnt to a crisp because of the uh, explosion and everything from the oven and everything. Um, and she, I mean, she looks like death. And um, and uh, Chucky is just ready to, you know, uh, ready to try to get you know his body into the soul. But uh, Tiffany helps them out and everything and and whatnot, and then. Of course, your favorite line of, you know, uh, the death, you know, yeah. and, and dying and stuff. Uh, uh, what was the line exactly? He says, "I, I always come, I always come back, but dying is such a bitch." Exactly. So he knows he'll, he, he knows he'll be back. Oh, babe, I, I always come. Back. Oh, we forgot to mention they bang. They do bang. Yeah, we did forget to mention that they bang. They banged earlier, and that really that. that sets up later for. Oh yeah, for the fact ending. that her, uh, de- you know, her rotting corpse of a face and everything, and all of a sudden you hear like, yeah, and she's pregnant. And I'm like, I'm guessing dolls can just get pregnant and have a baby like, like that, you know, because it's not. Don't overthink it. Um, if you try to explain this to somebody who's not into horror, not in, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" You know, this is why I don't like horror. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, so the baby comes out, and it's what the seed of Chucky. 
you know, which yeah. sets up for the sequel for the next one, which I always liked that they did that, you know, as far as um, Don Mancini always sort of set the next one up, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it took a while before after Seed of Chucky, because I think that did fairly poor, you know, in ratings and everything. Yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater, Seed of Chucky. I didn't get to see Bride of Chucky in the theater, but I saw Seed. You saw Seed of Chucky in the theater? And that's a 2000 movie, so we can't do that for 90s horror. Um, If we do it for horror film lovers, I'll invite you back. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Apparently, this was Brad Dorff's personal favorite child's play movie, Until Curse of Chucky. Oh, until Curse of Chucky? Yep. That was released, and then I guess that was his favorite. Well, I like Curse of Chucky. I like it. It's a different... It it becomes like... Because it becomes serious after being so goofy for... I, you know, Freddie uh, Freddy had that problem, too. You know, Freddie got too many one-liners, and Eli Roth has said this about... Um, you know, cabin when he was making cabin fever, he wanted to make sure it wasn't a, a serial killer that you know goes around making, you know, I'm gonna knife you later, you know, like jokes and stuff where it's just like, you know, just pun after pun after pun and stuff. And uh, and and Freddie and and Chucky are the two wise cracking villains that we have like you know until ghostface but ghostface wasn't wisecracking he's just he's not yeah he's just mean you know it was like i'm gonna gut you like a fish like i did your mother yeah do you want to die your mother sure didn't like dude i remember i never told this story i don't think but i remember being in my uh bus in high school when the movie came out i had to ride the bus because i was a loser um in school and stuff and so i'm on the bus and this girl um april i won't say your last name but april i loved her to death she was like um uh uh somebody said you owe me and she goes i you know um i don't know you shit you owe my mother that was the line and screaming <laughs> and i got it right there when she said it you know and I laughed so hard, you know, because um, I like I want to say that next time. So because you owe me, I owe you shit. You owe my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, oh, man, I don't, I don't know what that chick's up to these days, but she's probably married, has kids, has a life, you know, fuck, man. Yeah. And I hear I am on podcast still talking about this shit. <laughs> like, wrong with that. 30 years later. Um. God, has it been? It's almost been 30 years. Yeah, ni- uh, 2026 will be 30 years of Scream. Can you believe that? Scream 3, I think, was the first R-rated movie I saw in the theater, I think. Scream? Might have been that or Final Destination. Scream 3. Scream 3? That or Final Destination, I think. One of those two. What was the first one I ever saw? I'm trying to remember. Good God. Because I don't think I really watched that many radar movies in the theater when I was a kid. You know? Um, and so, so I was trying to think was I know I watched Bulletproof, the Adam Sandler movie with Damon Wayans. I've never um, seen it. I don't know. 
that can't be the first radar movie I ever saw. That's, I mean, that's one of the earlier ones because it's all with my cousin. You know, my cousin, my cousin used to take, he went to the college that was right by me. So he would pick me up and then we'd go by the college and look at all the hot college girls that are just like sunbathing <laughs> and shit outside during the summer. And then we would go uh, straight to the movies and we'd watch like Billy Madison, um, yeah. Bulletproof, uh, the Jerky Boys movie. You know, I remember going to those movies with them and stuff, and uh, it was a lot of fun, man. But now he, once again, he's married, has kids, you know, has a kid, you know, it's a life. Yeah, he doesn't watch, doesn't watch this stuff with me anymore. You know, it's just, it's okay. Um, so I wanted to bring up um a couple things. Um, let's see, what was the? All right, so the budget was twenty five million. It's actually pretty pretty low, you know. It is actually, yeah. Um, sadly, it's only grossed thirty two million, which means it it basically was. People go, oh, that's not a flop. That's a flop, you know. Really, you have to make at least double what your budget is in order for it to be a success. So, um, yeah. I'm su- surprised they sort of that they kind of greenlit Seed of Chucky. Let's see how bad Cena Chucky did, because that that kind of killed Chucky for a while. Unfortunately, yeah, because it's underrated as hell. I love Seed of Chucky. I just like the character's name's Glenn or Glinda. You know, yeah, kind of yeah, and John Waters is in it. So, all right. So the next budget was twelve million. Oh, so they right. went down, and I think they did that so that. They could make sure they at least got their, uh, um, yeah. So, what was the gross for their budget? I mean, look at all they did. They got all the puppet, you know, puppets and everything. I mean, they made plus, right. I mean, see some bigger, you know, big people on it. So, Ish, worldwide, I- it made 24 million, 24 million. Eight hundred twenty-nine thousand six hundred forty-four. So that's that's that means it may double its budget, but that's it. You know, which oh which I'm sure it's still making money. I mean, it's on it's on Peacock, so I don't know what. I, I think know. it found its audience later on. Uh people kind of look back on it and enjoy it more than they might have when they first saw it. So back in the day, you know, in the nineties. There was a little thing called video stores, and people would go and rent these movies because they would not see them in the theater or something. Or maybe they would see them in the theater and they'd go and rent them. But most of the time, they would go, what's new in the video store? Oh, what's this Bride of Chucky? Ah, I didn't get to see this. Let me go grab it. And those became bigger hits than what you think. So I have a feeling that even though it didn't make it really big in the theater, I bet it did in home video, which did cause them to go, okay, let's make Seed of Chucky, but let's just scale it back to $12 million instead of uh, $25 million. And then they made pretty much $24 million, which the last one of uh, Bride of Chucky made $32 million, so it it did less than, than Bride of Chucky did, but still made more, you know, because yep. of the budget was less. Um, yeah, that's the thing. People, 
people don't realize nowadays when they're spending $200 million on a movie and everything, and then they're like, we have to make a billion dollars in order to really, you know, make something. And you get movies like Barbie, you know, which is great, you know, because it, it, it definitely got people together and it got, you know what I mean? It did something that a lot of people, um, and, and I, I love that, you know, but, um, That that was a fluke, man. Like that was that did not seem like it was going to happen. It's almost like a certain president becoming president did not seem like that was ever going to happen, and it did. And there are these flukes. Sharknado becoming the hit yeah. that it became. No one ever would have thought that would have happened. No, I no. remember <laughs> the day I was interviewing uh, Thunder Eleven. That day, the day that like. It got released, you know, and everything. And I was interviewing him. He was on Good Morning America, you know, that day and everything. And I'm walking around uh, the store trying to uh, buy some groceries. And I hear the people in front of me, this, you know, nice old black lady saying, have you seen that Sharknado movie that's coming out tonight? That looks great. And I'm like, holy shit. We've got we got a hit on our hands, you know. Oh yeah, like, like Elizabeth Banks is talking about it, tweeting about it. Like, oh my god, this Sharknado movie looks silly. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell is gonna happen here, you know? And it, it made me feel good because I love the Asylum, I really do. I, I think they need to focus more on those type of movies, you know, bringing back silly movies. I know you uh, posted something about watching. Uh, uh, was it uh, Six Headed Shark Attack the other night? Um, I did, yeah. Which I love, Six Headed Shark Attack. You got a shark that's using four of its heads to walk and the other heads to eat. It's fucking hilarious, and I, that's the type of shit they need to do. Right. They need to Kill stop it. all of this like serious shit and stuff. Yeah. People um, are trapped in the middle of the ocean and blah blah blah. Stop. Just make it's boring. It's boring. Um. I, I was in one that I was just like watching it. I was like, it was fun being in it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but even then, so I'll, I'll tell you this story real quick. Um, I was in the movie Collision Earth, and it was because my oh, friend yeah. uh, Jarrett um, first, who is the line producer, had asked me like the day of if I could come in and uh, have a part and be a production assistant. I said, yeah, sure. And it was on my birthday, too, January 12th, 2020. Best day of my life. Came in there, had a total blast, met Eric Roberts, met one of my – one girl who later became a really close friend of mine, Mackenzie. We all had a great time. You know, it was a blast. Um, then I watched the movie, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can kind of see it because, like, they gave me lines the day of that were very like all, you know, um, military jargon, you know, and stuff I just could not remember for the life of me. So somebody yeah. else took all the lines because they were the writer and they could get all, you know, Joe he could just say all the lines, you know, for you know that I would have said. And everything, and I was fine with that. Like, I did not have a have a problem. I'm not an actor, actor. Like, I, I do it for fun, or like, 
you know, in my own movies and stuff. And like, I don't set my myself up to sound like that. But anyway, so watching this movie going, man, it's it's kind of boring. Like, I don't I don't like movies where it's mostly military speak. And then I watched another movie of his or movie of the asylums. It's another military movie. And I'm like, can we can we get out of this like phase we're in right now of like everybody yeah. doing like military stuff? Is this really selling because of that? I don't think so. Like the movies that do well and get you acclaim acclaim is the um uh you know is uh six headed shark attack. You yeah. know Sharknado. Um you know Boa well, not Boa was was the mega Mega Python versus Gatoroid, you know. Yeah, make more movies like that, and I, I don't know if it's like they're just they're just it's just easy to do the other stuff, you know. I mean, how many times has have they made? Here's another joke. So I think because I was doing a podcast, uh, my independent corner, my old, old podcast. And I interviewed a bunch of the people and I entered, I had one episode, I believe it was called like the lovely ladies of the asylum and had all the people back in 2010, nine, whatever, no, maybe seven or eight, but I had like, you know, Kristen Quintrall and Shaylee Scott and, um, you know, a bunch of them. I like all these these beautiful women who came on my show, taught, chatted with me. I just felt like I was the king, you know, right? And one of the jokes, and Justin Jones was on it, and he was the director of. They were shooting the movie for the. This is how long ago it was. They were shooting the movie The Apocalypse. I don't know if you ever saw that. Probably. I haven't. But they said it was about. Uh, I was like the apocalypse. It sounds kind of normal like that sounds like something that everybody you know right i was like what is it about and they're like oh it's about meteors attacking the earth and killing people you should call it meteor apocalypse they said oh that would have been great but we already you know marketed all right years later there's another movie called meteor apocalypse oh wow because i think they also had another movie they were making called meteor i was like they should call meteor apocalypse and then they made a movie called Meteor Apocalypse. So, and I don't think it was, I don't think I had anything to do with that. I think literally what happened was they were trying to figure out another movie that's the same thing of like whatever. Meteors come to Earth and kill people, you know? So, Meteor, or they did the Apocalypse, which was supposed to be like everybody vanished. It was supposed to be left behind, um, which oh, yeah. works because today isn't today the. Uh, the rapture. Tonight, the rapture right? just today. So get ready. I, or, I don't know. It's happening in uh, forty minutes from yeah. now. <laughs> twelve o'clock. Unless it's twelve o'clock Pacific, then it's gonna be three o'clock, and I'll probably be in bed by then. I'll be in bed. You know. Um. But uh, anyway, the but it was it was basically the rapture. It was like people getting sucked up into heaven, or at least disappearing, and um and stuff. Man, I feel like I want to watch This is the End. Oh, Can that's I... a great That's a great movie. Saw that. You saw that in the theaters? Yeah, I did. So good. So funny. Michael Sarah is so funny in it. Well, yeah, because he's They just... all are, but he was, his cameo or whatever role was so fucking funny. <laughs> James, who, who was the one asking him 
about Michael Sierra's butt. Like, how precious was his butt or It's something like been that? a while since I've seen it, honestly. I, uh, I watched it, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago or something, you know? And it is, it is a funny movie, like, um, but it's, it's exactly, like, what Hollywood should, as a comedy, should do about the, the apocalypse. Like, how do you, how do you handle the apocalypse if that's happening? Um, You know, but with the like the hell dogs and the whole, you know, and everything, and you're just Yeah. like you know, um, Kevin Smith wanted to do the apocalypse um, at one point for his movie Red State. Well, he made a mention of it, is like, you know, it's like another ending to Red State, but it would have cost him like another ten million <laughs> to just do it. Here's something like Um. something ridiculous, like amount of money. To, to do it because it costs a lot of money to do the apocalypse. Guarantee you it costs, Yeah. you know, his movies are cheap, you know, and, and just like this, this movie, Bride of, uh, well, Bride of Chucky wasn't cheap. Seed of Chucky was cheap or, you know, so the cheaper the movie you are, the cheaper the movie is and the better chance you're going to get on the box office. So Blumhouse knows this. You know, that's why their movies are like a million dollars to start with. Then, then, and then once it becomes a franchise, like, like the sequel is like 10 million or 5 million or whatever, you know, it's Yeah, more they money. know. Yeah. But, you know, cause we were doing uh for mainstream Monday, we're doing paranormal activity and that is a, I mean, I don't, they weren't ever thinking that it would become this, that big. No. Um, Uh, yeah. When Oren Pelly was making it, I'm sure he was just like, eh, fun. You know, like, I'm just having fun with, Exactly. you know, making a movie. And uh, it blew up. So, anywho, this is, wow. So that was that was it, right? We got through all of Bride of Chucky, right? Like, there was nothing else there. Um, who's your favorite character in this movie? I mean, Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> You don't like Tiffany? I love Tiffany. I love all the characters, actually. I think they're I, all great. I I know. like that stoner who sees Chucky crawling, and whenever Chucky's crawling and he's, like, kind of shaking his butt whenever he puts the... um, I'm, like, getting ahead of myself. Whenever he's killing the one cop and he puts the rag and, like, the, uh, you know, the, uh, whatever, gas... Yeah. Whatever. And he's like, rude fucking doll. Yeah, I mean, I would rude. almost say he's my favorite character in season one scene. <laughs> Isn't but that what's part it? always made me laugh. He's so funny. And the way, like, after the car explodes, he's like, hiding his head. So funny. Well, it, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of kind of a callback to the first movie when Chucky's in the, uh, in the elevator and those people are like, Yeah. ew, ugly doll. Like, don't Yeah. get near it, you know, don't touch it, blah, 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 you know, right? And they leave, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> ah, just, I love that. Like, I loved, the. I think that was the thing. Like, the first movie had a little bit of humor, but was more serious and stuff. Then this, and this is Nightmare on Elm Street, like, redo, you know. Um, you know, because the second one, it, it got a little bit more comedic. third one it was starting to really get comedic and then by the fourth one which in freddy's freddy's world wow i didn't even think of how much it like 
modeled after uh except for the yeah wait so the fourth one was bride of chucky um mm-hmm. fifth one was seed of chucky yeah. and sixth one must be curse of chucky yeah seventh is cult of chucky yeah and then we got the series you know or whatever um so yeah so the sixth one for was or wait the fourth one is uh is bride of chucky so that was like nightmare uh was a nightmare on elm street four where it got really silly and goofy and he's just doing one-liners and being silly and everything and And dream master and then dream child and freddy's dad is where it really went i love freddy's dad it really went off the rails comedy yeah yeah with with him playing the video game with power yeah the power glove you know, yeah, um, the power nice. Freddy glove, Carlos, all that shit, so good. Uh, yeah, and he was making him bump up and down, and you know, bump his head. Okay. And I love, I love it. I love. It. Yeah, it's great. No, it's it's a classic. It was that like in three D or something. It had like the sequence near the end when they're like going through Freddy's brain in three D. It was only like one part of the movie. Not the whole thing. Kind of like uh, Jaws 3D, where really there's only one scene in Jaws 3D that's that's big is the him going through the thing and attacking. You know, uh, I've never actually seen it in 3D um, with 3D glasses. Like I've never, you know, uh, it never worked for me. You know, um, but uh, yeah, and then for uh, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised more companies didn't do that after it was three because like Friday the 13th part of three was 3D, you know? All 3D. Scream 3D, you know? What? Too bad they never did a Scream in 3D. Well, if they did Scream 3 in 3D, I think it would have been a better movie. Because I really, I literally, that's like my, one of my least favorites. Now that the new one's coming, uh, <laughs> It's kind of hard. I, I, you know, I'm not huge into the new ones. You know, I like um, them, but I'm, yeah, I, I, I just treat them as like they're like a different universe because they're not even like they're barely Woodsboro is mentioned. You know, and it's not. You know, it's not about Woodsboro anymore. It's about, um, you know, which I think it's kind of sad. It was like when they did the MTV Scream show. You know. I which, have- I should watch it. Well, the first season is going to make you pissed off, but I heard like the second and third season get better. Um, first season is just, it's not very, it's not very fun, you know? Like it's, it's more like they have the scream thing a little bit. It feels like a scream ripoff than a scream spinoff, you know? And there's no mention of Wars Worlds, no nothing to and nothing to connect to the movies. So like literally this could be any movie or any TV show that's basically a scream knockoff, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um but I am excited to check out the uh the uh series for um Child's Play or for Chucky. It's Chucky now because Child's Play is I guess owned by the company or whatever that did it and and stuff and oh yeah i think you're right but they they stopped calling it child's play after the third one anyway 
it all became like Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, everything Chucky. So, which is good. Um, I that's how they market it because Chucky is really what child's play. Yeah, he's the face of franchise. Literally the face of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But let me see here. Hold on. Uh, uh so yeah. Sh- um. So where can you see Chucky? Oh, uh, on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Okay, yep. cool. I just, I just re-upped my thing for Peacock. I spent twelve fucking dollars, so I wouldn't have to watch goddamn commercials. You know. Oh, screw that! I'll watch the commercials. You'll watch the commercials for six bucks or whatever, like six dollars yeah. off. Uh, that's fair. I may, I may, I may go under and and do back to six if I feel like I don't need to spend extra six. But I'm like, acts. I pay for commercials. I don't care. I'm not paying more. They don't play many commercials anyway. Well, at uh, you know, Disney Plus, their their rates are going up, so I'm gonna be paying uh, like thirteen, fourteen bucks, something like that for uh, uh, for the with no commercials and stuff, and just because you know, I don't know. I I like what I like. I'm watching Ahsoka right now, so I'm. You know, I I don't want to see commercials during that. That'll be annoying. That's the one thing I don't like about Tubi. Is like, I yeah. I could watch an hour and fifty five movie and it'll take me three hours to watch it. You know. So, mm. anywho, uh, I just once again thank you so much for this season. This season has been awesome. We've had some, we've had some great moments. We had some great movies. Um, I I don't know exactly what I'm picking yet for the next season season three it's coming up in january guys uh so it's not too far long it feels longer than it sounds longer than it is you know whenever you're saying january i'm just moving so friggin' quick i know january well i'm scared about that because i'll be in uh be in california visiting california in january (laughs) you know oh nice yeah i'm gonna go i already got my a plane ticket booked, um, but I'm going up to Bakersfield first. Well, most of the time I'll be in Bakersfield with uh, my former roommate Jackie, and um, and then on my birthday we're planning to go down to Los Angeles for the for the night, you know, or for the day or whatever. Actually, basically two days because we'll be back up on uh, Saturday night, you know, so Friday morning to to Saturday night, and then. Um, uh, and then we're gonna, just, uh, you know, I gotta go see some bushes. That sounds really weird, but um, there's, there was one thing we didn't get to do before I left. And I said, I mean, when when I come back to LA, we gotta do this. So we're going down to Pasadena, where we used to live. Uh, I used to live like right by Pasadena, and we're gonna go to the bushes that are in uh, Halloween, and I get to take oh, a picture. That's cool. I'm going to take oh, a picture, cool. like, looking, you know, like I'm yeah. Michael Myers, you know, like, you know, right next to the bushes. So That's awesome. Yeah, I get, we got to go to a lot of the other. We got to go to the Michael Myers house, which um, has moved. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. But oh, I didn't. His, they literally moved it to a different part of Pasadena. And so it is, uh, and it's not, it, 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 and it's like a real estate office. So, you know, now, so it's a house still, it's still the house, but, uh, yeah. 
So you walk up and you go there and you're like, oh my God, it's the freaking Michael Myers house. So you knock on it and somebody will come out with a mask. And I didn't know this, but I was ringing the doorbell because thinking, you know, maybe somebody's there, right? And uh, somebody comes out with the Michael Myers mask and just stares down the hall at you. And I guess it's supposed to scare people, but for me, I was yeah. like, "Come down, I exactly." Because it's not real. Because uh, you know, I don't think it's real. Maybe, maybe Michael Myers still does not. live there. <laughs> you never know. Uh, is he a real estate guy now? Jesus. Um. <laughs> oh, he's been around a while. Maybe he finally got a job. I mean, yeah, he's back in Haddonfield, you know, aka Pasadena. <laughs> um. So I got to go there. Uh. And then we got to go to the other house, uh, um, one of the other ones in Pasadena. We got to go to the Scream 2 uh, uh, theater. The, oh, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, so we got to walk down there, and it was really neat. It was, like, really cool. It looked just like it, except I think they have a different name. Like, they didn't use the real name. They changed the name as a fictional name or whatever, I think. I think. I could be wrong. Um, but we went down there. That was pretty neat. And then we went to the uh, the other Michael. There was a house in Halloween um, that was like one of the babysitter's houses or whatever or something. Or maybe the Strode house. I think it was the Strode house. So you went there and they had nothing but pumpkins outside. And this was in like the winter, you know, and so past fall and everything. Like I think even springtime. I think it was like around spring and they had pumpkins outside and I thought that was pretty neat and uh and before then Jackie myself uh well no myself and Vincent Pereira uh who's like the uh Kevin Smith historian Fusque historian uh and I hung out and we w- he was staying at a place on sunset right by where the um um uh the two Okay, so there's this one road where you're walking down Haddonfield and you get to see like the the two babysitter, the two kids house, you know, Um, they're actually right across the street from each other and stuff down this road. Then you cross the highway of Sunset, you're literally like right across and you're uh, you're in um, uh, Elm Street or down Elm Street. Oh, that's so awesome. So you go down there and you see the. uh, the house for uh what is it uh um uh heather langenkamp nancy's house yeah. and right across the street from nancy's house is uh johnny depp's house uh his character's house you know That's like so not cool. his house but like his character's house you know? yeah 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 where you know when she was like looking across the movie, street yeah when she was looking across the street that was literally right across the street from each other yeah so glenn glenn's house so you get to see both of them. And unfortunately now somebody gave us a, a sneak peek. Um, the Nancy house, whoever just bought it completely changed the look of it, you know, it's changing it and they're kind of putting up gates around so nobody can come in and, oh. and things like that, which kind of sucks, but a, I'm glad I, I got to see it before, but yeah. uh, B uh, I, I get it, you know, like, Definitely. I totally understand. Like, I wouldn't want people like coming to my house and just taking pictures every day. Okay. That'd be annoying. <laughs> you know, it's just I wouldn't buy that house unless I 
you know, because it's not like somebody goes, uh, you know, oh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, there's there's nothing to talk about in this house. This house and yeah, whatever, right? You know, like if you even look it up on like the address on Google, it nothing but Michael Myers stuff pops up or not Mike, Freddie stuff pops up. So, yeah, you know, there's no way those people did not know that they were buying like a legacy house. And exactly. Why would it a museum? Right. Make it a museum or, or like not buy the, it. Was it? Like they did the Christmas Story house. That's a museum in Cleveland. Yeah, well, they oh, actually God. did do it as the original. The other owners before these new owners, or uh, one of the one of the other owners, um, did make it into sort of a a place where people can come visit and stuff and check it out. And they left it sort of exactly like it, but you know, it is what it is. These people want yeah. to, to live there, and I mean, it honestly, if you were just walking by that neighborhood, you would not know it's Elm Street. It's not like I have a video up on uh, which is Elm Street, um, like our our trip to Elm Street, I guess it was what it was called. And it was just us walking down Elm Street and stuff and just talking, you know, like skipping and choking and having fun before we got to see the two houses and stuff. And that's to me, it's pretty neat, um, you know, experience yeah. and everything. Um, that's why I miss like living in L.A. You know, because you could do that like anytime you felt bored. You know, here in yeah. Virginia, you really don't really have that. So, and California and LA has so many, like, so many I still want to go check out. Like, I want to check out the Terminator 2. I think I saw it and I'm not sure, but the Terminator 2 area where uh, Terminator jumped off his motorcycle and, and landed and, and caught the kid and everything like that and yeah, stuff. And yeah, yeah. Those like little areas and stuff. But I think I was there, but I'm not sure. So I never uh, double checked. But, um, you know, I'd love to go places like that, you know. So, well, I think we've talked your guys' ears off enough today. <laughs> and uh, once again, uh, join us in January. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun this this season. I already heard hers. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to already come up with some ideas and and float it past uh, Maddie here and see what she has to think about these uh, titles. Um, some they're pro- most likely a lot of them are going to be found on Tubi, you know, and stuff, so people can That's follow us along. But, what? That's where we usually watch stuff. I know. I mean, this one you can watch on Peacock. I didn't even know you had Peacock, so that's great. Yeah, um, I got keep with my cable, not cable, internet. So. Okay, so what else do you have? I have Peacock, Max, Hulu, but I'm having trouble getting into Hulu. Netflix. You know what? My friend, my former roommate, she's been having trouble because me and her do it, and I think they're, I think they're kicking people off after a while, and then. Making you have to re-sign in and stuff. It's just a bitch. Yeah, figure that out. But I have most of the stuff except for Disney Plus. You don't have Disney Plus? I don't watch a lot of that. I mean, I'm not into Star Wars or Marvel. I feel like I'm. That's but you don't like reason. the Disney cartoons or anything? Eh, I'm not. You know. Okay. Well, you're not into that. I like the Lion King and all that old stuff, but over, uh, overall. 
Yeah, not super. I want to watch it. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I didn't grow up on Disney because we didn't have it growing up. <laughs> like I, it, it was part of like the premium cable. So you couldn't, Oh, yeah, us um, too. yeah. So And you like had to just pay like money. And my parents were like, we're not paying money for that. And I was like, but I'm going to be able to watch all the cool. I don't think there was anything cool on Disney back when I was a kid. Um, It didn't unless you watched uh like the world the the like the uh wonderful world of Disney, you know, stuff which had like Mr. Boogity and, and things like Yeah. that. Um those things and I could I could find those somewhere or another, like um but uh when it became like free for, if you just got your satellite, it just became part of the package. Um I'd I'd watch it and I was like I mean, because then by that time, it was like Hannah Montana and things like that. And I'm like, I'm a little too old for this. I feel really creepy watching these little kids, you know, whatever, right? Like, you know, because they were little kids, you know, back then. So it just feels weird watching watching children and stuff like that when you're an adult. Um, I still watch my old shows like Boy Meets World and everything, but that's more Oh, of yeah. along the lines of like... that was part of my life growing up, you know, like, um, still, still sticks with me, but, uh, yeah, I watched TGIF I went instead in, in SNCC instead of, um, so I watched Nickelodeon instead of Disney, you know, um, but anyway, yeah, so I, I still like my Disney plus cause yeah, I'm into Marvel, but I'm also into the uh, Disney stuff and, um, not these stupid remakes, you know, Snow White, Get down to uh, maybe two hours. It's fine. Uh, yeah, But no more than two hours. yeah, but God, that's just too long. Why? Kids don't like that. They don't have the attention span. No, they don't. You know, like they're going to be so bored. Like, oh, can I leave? You know, I guess it won't matter because they already have your money. You know, you can't be like. I guess they're, I think they're really going after people who grew up on Disney, maybe like, But and even that's then, just. those people don't want to watch it for two Oh, hours. I know, but you know, like whatever. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. So, Nobody knows what they're... I don't think they know what they're doing. yeah, I You're don't just... think so either. You're winging it. Trying to figure it out. Whatever works, works. Will this work? No. Okay, let's try something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Disney, but get your... Get, sort your fucking life out, please. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, join us in January for a brand new season. Season three. It's going to be a crazy season. I'm excited. And uh, till then, everybody. Bye.